Hey everyone, it's Kendra Rommel with The Rommel Report. This is a podcast where I interview the who's who within my community to build your business and help you build your network. Most of all, build your wealth portfolio. Join me on my adventures with friends where I interview them to get you the most valuable content for your business. So you too can scale up. I'm here with Steve Cedarquist of Steve Cedarquist Designs and Construction. Um, I wanted to bring you guys all over to his awesome showroom to um, just showcase who this person is and what he's all about. Um, you'll see for yourself. <laughs> we have fun. But, so Steve, talk to us about why design. Um, I didn't want to work at the car wash anymore. No. Um, <laughs> I, um, I got into design as a youngster, working for my father and my family, and um, it's just kind of just been in my blood all my life. So we went from a, you know, working with my dad and I started handling special projects. And then next thing you know, I was doing a lot of celebrity homes, a lot of musicians' homes at a young age. So I got, um, I just, it was in my blood then. So it just kind of stuck there and here I am today. And I know just you and I working together, we, you've, you came to me via a construction finance channel, obviously as a, somebody who finances fix and flips and you doing your own projects. Um, did you first take on the construction aspect before it parlayed into design? Did you do it together? Um, I was, I've been, I'd always worked for somebody, either family, um, my dad prim, you know, primarily for many, many years. I worked up with him up until 94. And then he, uh, he closed the doors down. He just got tired of it. He had a union shop, uh, been around since 1916. I mean, a long time. We have a lot of history with uh, cabinets and doing interior fabrication work. Um, I left the, um, I left there kind of unknown. I got a divorce the same year. Just a lot of changes happened in my life at that time. So we, um, I, I kind of scaled it back. I went to work for somebody and I, what I was doing was raising my kids because I, when I got divorced, I got custody of all three of my kids. So what I did is I took on an eight to five job, actually seven to three thirty, so I could be home for my kids. Um, and I just, you know, I bought a condo in Costa Mesa and I just wanted to ground myself a little bit, you know, and, and having your own business, as you well know, and it, it's just, you're, you know, you're working seven days a week, you know, 24 hours a day sometimes, sometimes longer. If there was more hours in the day, I'd probably work them. So, and I, um, I did that until um, 2006. And then in 2006, I was, um, I was doing it still part-time, but the company I was working with, I was working for a law firm and I was handling all of their properties. And um, he told me, uh, Jim from James Publishing told me, hey, you need to try this, go out there and get it on your own. So I went out, got my own license, uh, contractor's license of my own. And I started in, and I started doing mainly repair work. It was just me and two other guys. And then, um, then the recession hit, you know, and then the recession hit, um, it changed everything. I mean, I grew 500% between 2008 and 2010. I mean, it went from two trucks to 17 trucks, you know, crazy, just crazy doing all the bank, you know, Fannie and Freddie work and all the other bank work. And I was doing work from all the way from LA to San Diego and India. So we were working, started working three shifts. We had a morning shift, you know, a swing shift and an evening shift. And we were doing lockouts for other companies and board ups and 
property maintenance and you know you remember back in the day when yeah, of recession course. REOs oh, yeah. and yeah. yeah so you were working a lot with asset management companies I was yeah, yeah a lot of them so now it's it's kind of a new wave of that of a similar feel honestly um, markets corrected itself a little we everything started appreciating everybody across the real estate spectrum whether it's construction design financing um, even your standard bank loans have, are just everybody's inundated with work. Yeah. Um, how do you? How have you prepared yourself for the potential correction that everyone is talking about? Yeah, everybody. I've been talking about it for about a year. I know <laughs> yeah. that um, it's it's definitely coming. I've, I'm geared up for it. I mean, I'm not um, I'm not naive to it. I mean, my my pulses on the market every day. Yeah. So uh, I'm ready to go. I mean, if it comes up again, I just don't think. Well, I said that last time. I, I don't think I'll want to grow like I did last time because I was working so much. Mm -hmm. You know, I found myself working seven days a week, you know, mm -hmm. 12, 14, 16 hours a day, mm -hmm. you know, driving, you know, two, you know, 2,000 miles a month right. on my car. Um, just, I, I think I, I don't mind doing it again, but I think what I'll do is I'll probably end up um, doing it maybe for one or two different investors that I know. Mm -hmm. And then I think I'll just do my own properties. So right. just keep it, you know, simple. What I like about doing my own properties is why I have this all laid out here is I do my own design. That's why we have the design firm. Mm -hmm. um, so we can, I, I'm in control of it all, you know, my team and myself, and I can do fun, crazy, amazing new designs. You know I mean? I don't know about you, but I'm really tired of looking at white shaker cabinets. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. That and gray, honestly, I'm getting it. I love gray. I love the gray and white look, but I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit tired of it. Walking into every home and it looking like it's out of Orange County uh, luxury magazine. But um, that actually is brings up another point um, that I wanted everyone to kind of hear. And I feel like it's a separator for you. It's a differentiator in that um, your background is construction for years and years and years. You were a product of uh, a your dad, you know, conducting business in that way. But as you've grown and as I've grown to know you and, and being your friend, you've diversified um, in what you do and what you create. Um, and so obviously I met you because of your own personal projects. Um, how are you looking to expand Steve Cedarquist Designs and take on new clients? If so, where geographically? Uh, are the areas that you service and what type is it residential is it commercial what does that look like for you well I think um, you know back in um, 2009 10 11 I started doing a lot of commercial mm -hmm. because we had a lot of um, clients that had you know bigger retail spaces and bigger spaces period and obviously people were downsizing so I'm I'm equipped to do it um, to do any kind of residential or commercial I think it's just going to kind of depend on the um, project and you know the personality involved. Um, I think you know even with the the times coming, you know, you look at asset managers like Blackstone. You know, we're doing back in the day they were buying. They they did. I think they did it extremely smart. Where they would they were buying, 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 and they had a full crew of remodels, and then they just rented them out and they just liquidated their assets two years ago because they're getting ready for the next next turn, which I like you said, and I agree is coming up pretty quick. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, with that being said, um, I'm just looking forward to working with clients that kind of understand that 
you know, the lipstick on the pig kind of thing, we called it back in the day. Mm -hmm. The cheap, you know, the cheapest of cheap, of, mm -hmm. you know, everything was just, you know, crap. You know, right. it looked pretty from a distance and on camera, but it's nothing that I want to be involved in again. Anything we do is higher end. I mean, I do, you know, as you well know, I, you know, I do buy a house for a million and put 300,000 into it and sell over 2 million. Right. There's just better numbers, better margins in it. Right. So I think um, that's kind of the direction I'll go. Keep it in a little bit higher end with the design. And then we still do work for private clients. Right. I do a lot of work. I just did some for, I can't disclose name, but a very famous, you know, musician. Um, top, you know, he's top five right now. Uh, I just did a really cool band room for him. Uh, I've done a couple bachelor bachelor pads for a couple well-known celebrities. Uh, we're doing uh, working on some shows actually to accent that too as well. Yeah, so let's talk about that. I know sure. you've been having fun with our production crew. So what does that look like for you um, in terms of, is that the next direction of this? Is that what's gonna carry you? Is it is it Hollywood, Hollywood? <laughs> what's going on? I, I love production. I love being in the, in the space. I love being, you know, we have a, I'm, you know, we have unexpected productions, you know, and it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool. We do right now we're doing podcasting with um, Alexis broadcasting. We've kind of merged both companies and then we also got, you know, shows in the works. We got three solid ones right now. We think we'll do really well, um, out there. So we're just, you know, kind of getting a cruise together and kind of getting ready to do our shot. It's kind of a mix, you know, in, in Hollywood, it's, um, it, it's a, it's a whole different ball game, you know, but um, but I really like it. We're doing one. We're only doing one related to houses right now, and that's um, you know the one we're doing uh, single pads. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, that's the name. Um, it's cool, and we're that's what we're designing for here today. Actually, for one of them, this is the the bachelor side of it. So um, so it's let's fun. talk about that. Let's sure. let's talk about what does a project look like for your new show. Well, we're 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 showing what it's like to have a, a really cool space. Mm -hmm but a small space it's kind of like um kind of like tiny homes yeah yeah so you're doing we're doing like the condo that this this space is being designed for is 1100 square feet you know it's a one bedroom loft in costa mesa it's, it's a great space um and it's and it's going to come out amazing we're doing we're going we're not doing the traditional shaker cabinets these are all european style you know very modern contemporary cabinets you know in a flat black flat white doing this really you know cool quartz that's really neat yeah Black and white quartz, it's gonna look really good. What are you seeing style trends wise? What can you offer everybody out here in terms of uh, style trends? What was, what isn't, what will be? Do you have any kind of preview for anyone? I think a lot of the, the grays are, like you mentioned earlier, you walk in and you, you, know, you see gray. It's funny because you can walk into a house, I'm sure you can as well. You walk in, you can tell what year, I mean, around within a three or four year period when they remodel. Right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah. I look and I go, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's 2010 or you <laughs> yeah. know, 15. Um, I think the colors that, you know, that we like to work with right now, I do a lot of black and white. I think black and whites are really cool. And we're going back to a lot of the warm colors as well. Yeah. More for your, you know, traditional homes. We're, we're seeing a lot more of the traditional wood cabinets, not these grays anymore. These grays, um, I just had a, a manufacturer drop these off to see if we wanted to use them. And uh, it, you know, I don't, don't, I mean, I guess they'll work in some areas. They're, they're different than your shaker cabinets. Right. I probably would use them on a, on a flip, but just because they're different. Right. I would do a mix right. of the cabinets too. I think um, mixing it up a little bit, you know, doing a different color lower and a different color upper. If you've got an island, do a different color in your island. 
different, you can even do a different counter on your right. island. So I think mixing it up and going with some really cool colors, you know, Benjamin Moore, we use a lot of Benjamin Moore colors, have for years. Mm -hmm. And um, they have some really neat uh, trends that are out now. You can look them up, color, yeah. color trends yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Well, that's great advice. I know that I can use the advice. Um, we've talked about my home specifically. I have a small space. And so mm -hmm. working within a small space, um, even though black may be the direction of popularity, I don't want to put black in my, my kitchen. So what would you recommend for something like that? Somebody that has the smaller space, you said that you're putting this black white combo in a smaller place in Costa Mesa. Mm -hmm. How are you making that work so that it doesn't look even smaller? And less appealing. Well, I'm not doing all black. I mean, I'm breaking it up with a white, you know, and it's just, it, it, I enlarged the kitchen a little bit by making, you know, they had a big eight foot slider and I'm, you know, I'm like, what do you need an eight foot slider in here? <laughs> yeah. So we moved it down to six feet. I can move the kitchen out. Yeah. Um, it, and I took out the little, had like a little mini, little mini peninsula on it. And I took that out. So I made it more of just a galley kitchen. So nice. it's, it's going to look appropriate. You're reworking the space to make I things did. work. I That's did, great. but I, you know, but you know, like you, I mean, you can, I, your, your house is, is great, but it's the house you live in and it's something you want to last forever. Then you're, you're more in the warmer colors, right? You right, know, right, right. Yeah. Something to match your flooring. Cause I know that you didn't want to change your flooring out and why, I mean, you could do something like this for the footprint you have. Right. So what kind of, uh, advice could you give somebody that's buying an investment property, um, that wants to put some work into it, doesn't want to break the bank because they want to scale, what advice would you give them in terms of what type of remodel would they do? Um, and where do you think they could fall short if they're not paying attention? Spend the money and get an inspection, first of all. Spend the money, get an inspection, bring your contractor with you. Get, you know, It's worth spending $500 you know, if you're gonna make a capital investment, especially in today's market, you know, it's still prices are still anything above, you know, four to 800,000, basically the, probably the range people are buying in. Um, and you're talking Orange County specifically or California specifically? I would, yeah, California specifically. Because <laughs> okay. um, that's predominantly, we do a lot of work. E either, e either which way. I mean, I, um, I mean, I buy houses in Northern Nevada, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I inspect them. I go look at it or I send an inspector because I want to know what I'm buying. I think a lot of times people get enamored by the price, you know, they'll buy something. Like today, I even had an argument with the assessor. The assessor called me right. and he literally was turned into a full-blown argument because he's like, how did you get this price, this house so cheap? And I'm like, what are you basing this on? I mean, it was just yeah, like right. full-blown conversation. I mean, like, and he started getting a little hostile with me because <laughs> he's like, you bought it at hundred grand in a market. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. What are you he's right. like, well, the comps in your area. And I'm like, really, dude? I mean, right. did you inspect my property? I mean, it was, it got um, a little contentious. Yeah. You know, so now I have to prove to them why I bought it so cheap before, unless they're gonna raise my value, valuation up. Right. So uh, it was a know. dispute over taxation, really. It was a dispute over taxation. <laughs> I'm just, I've never had that call before. And I was like, it's like, really? They must be getting desperate for money. So. Aren't, aren't I, they always? Yeah, so I would just inspect your house, get a, get a solid bid. I mean, get a bid from your contractor. Yeah. You know, obviously research and, you know, check the license. I, I would say don't hire handymen to do your work. Get, you know, do it the, do it the legit way. Get permits, do what you're supposed to do. Because the worst thing you want to do is go into something, you know, and um, one more thing to consider too is remediation. Mm. If you've got, you know, popcorn ceilings and, you know, you know the place was built before 83, you better get that, you know, you better get that tested. 
right. because that's a big that's a big no-no. I mean, you can get you know the the people moving into the house if there's any question if they find something that you know that's questionable for asbestos or mold or something and you haven't dealt with it. It's an issue. You're going to get sued. Do you feel like there's still room in this marketplace today to buy homes that still have enough meat on the bone to turn around and sell for a profit? Or do you feel like that model has definitely moved to a um, buy, potentially fix, and hold? Um, that's a loaded question based on, you know, current <laughs> times. You know, I mean, it's hard right now because of you know, the, the, the coronavirus, people are freaking out about that. I'm not scared of buying property. I mean, I'm just, um, I think what I do is if I, when I'm buying right now, I'll probably buy and hold for a couple of years and, and see and just rent it out. The rental market still is what it is, right. so I can always, you know, rent it out. Um, I think people should always go into it looking at it from a perspective of like, um, deciding what they want to do first. Right. And then, you know, if, that, if your goal is, if you're, you know, obviously doing hard money and you're paying an interest and you need to turn the property quickly, yeah, go in there with a decisive plan, get it done, you know, keep your, keep your pulse on the market and, you know, price it accordingly and move on. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you get lucky and make good money. Other times you'll get out of it and, you know, make, you know, as long as you're in the plus side. You know? So, well, that's kind of like the trick question, right? Mm -hmm. Or the, the, it's the objective by all, but it really is the kind of clincher in that people right now are going, what is the right path, right? We feel this correction coming and um, we may or may not run across the deal, but we believe we can do this. So do you feel like there's deals out there still? Yeah, they're, they're a needle in a haystack right now. You're saying yes and you're shaking your head no. Well. <laughs> I look for deals every day. I mean, I'm, you know, then you get the call from the assessor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, well, he said you got a deal. I'm yeah. I, I, I just, I have my sources and I, you know, I, I come across good deals occasionally, not, not nearly what I was used to, but, um, right now I'm average, you know, I mean, I average one every, you know, two or three months. I find one, you know, that's, that's good. And if I don't buy it, I pass it on to one of my, you know, other friends that are, you know, flipping like Tarek or somebody, you know, but, you know, <laughs> Tarek's awesome. He's a good guy. He's um, taught me a lot, actually. So I got to give him a lot of credit. He's he's been a good mentor, and he's actually you know he's been a good guy. It's a love hate relationship with him, but I love him. <laughs> today, <laughs> today I love him. Yeah. Today, not tax assessor down, Tarek up. <laughs> yeah, tax good. assessor was that's out of good. line. He Balance. was out of line. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I'm going to show him. <laughs> well, so um, do you run your business um, with any set core values? set core values. My, my core value is I, I treat everybody that, with the, re, the respect that they give me. I don't, um, you know, I, I, I do, when I do work for the public, I do what's called happy remodels. <laughs> and I'll tell <laughs> you, changing uh, your name. let me explain what that is. Okay. I mean, I have clients come in, you know, that, that are referred or whatever, and they want me to do their work. And I have no problem with that. But if I, if I got the man and wife sitting there and I've got the husband who's just like, oh, What's this gonna cost me? Yeah. And they, they already come in with that negative mindset. Right. I'm I'm good. Yeah. I, I pass them off to one of my friends, you know, that, <laughs> nice guy. I don't know but if your friends them, are your friends anymore. I give them a disclosure. I just tell them, well, you know, they're a little difficult, but you know, I think, you know, that'd be a good job for you. So we do we do that and we give them uh, you know, give them some work. But it's um I like happier mom. I like people that are into it. I like people that send me their pins and they 
you know, they're, they're, they're sharing their photos, their, their dream photos and, you know, their wish list. And I like that because they're engaged and they want to know what's, you know, what, what, you know, they want my opinion. They want right. to know what's up. Right. Like we would sit here and be like, is this court's going to work with this? And, right. you know, I kind of like this. Okay, cool. Let's find something else. And we try to make it work. And then once we kind of get the palette down, mm -hmm. then we can go with, you know, we can set all the colors and the flooring and kind of get it set for them. And I like those. You yeah. know, most yeah. of the, um, most of the, you know, the celebrity clients or sports people I deal with, um, they already have dealing with a designer. So right. I'm already dealing with their design and, you know, I have my opinions, but, you know, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't, but it's usually a good marriage and we get the project done and it looks amazing. That's awesome. Um, what should everyone know about you? I'm bald. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you told us. Yes, I didn't know that the camera showed me with ham hair or not, but <laughs> no. Um, I'm, um, I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just a normal guy. I'm not, you know, I, I, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, success on the camera and, and doing stuff with Flip or Flop and um, also other, you know, my acting career and, you know, production, what we're doing, but um, I'm still me, you know, and I'm still approachable. I, I, I love creating and that's what's got me into the production space. I just love creating, creating new and creating fun, you know, fun projects and fun content. And that's what I'm about. That's so cool. I mean, I know that that's, we hit it off right away. And um, we love, every time that I can come into your space, I love the time that we spend together just because you are so creative. It's something that I'm clearly lacking. So um, You're very I, creative. I, I, I watch your videos and on your workouts. And you, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I live vicariously through my workouts through you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to hold a selfie stick and do a push-up. Just kidding. Yeah. Never happened. One-handed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to believe that I was that good, but I'm not. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to you mm -hmm. and get some uh, feedback on design and or construction, how would they do that? Yeah, they can reach me, um, you know, through social media at Steve Cedarquist on Instagram okay. or Facebook the same way. You can message me. You can go to my website, stevecedarquistdesigns.com. There's a message, you know, you can email me, my name, steve.cedarquist at gmail. It, it, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Just Google me and I'm, you know, I'm, you can find me anywhere. Um, and like I said, I'll help. I do. I also do like project management for people. I know that people are really scared to deal with contractors or right. like your investors, like new investors. Right. I'm I'm available to, to consult consult them, consult them, and you know help them kind of deliver. You know, keep the contractor in you know check. Nice. Tell them what to do. I'll go look at a property with them. I don't I don't even charge to go the initial charge. I mean I'm. I want everybody to have a fighting chance. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, I don't awesome. think it's right to charge. Some people do, I don't. I don't care. It's a little gas, I'm a little of my time. But I'll go out to a project, look at it and say, well, yeah, I think you know you're gonna end up spending, you know, sixty grand in here. And they're like, Oh, I thought I was gonna spend ten. I'm like, Oh, you're gonna do carpet and paint. You know, I mean right, right, I br right. I bring reality back to it. Because right. I think people, you know, doing the show, you know, with flipper flop for many years, um, I, I get those calls. I still get them to date. You know, people go, oh, well, I saw you do that kitchen for seven grand. I'm like, well, it was 2010. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. it was a long time ago, right. you know, um, that was older episode. So I think having people be realistic, mm -hmm. you know, and so I like, I like, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind about it. I just say, you know, that 
Unfortunately, times have changed, right. prices have Cost all gone up. Yeah. Well, and also for dealing with contractors, everything's gone up in the right. construction field regards to um, contractors and you know their insurance, workers' comp. Of course. That's all gone way up. Right. You know, gas is you know five bucks a gallon. It's everything's gone up. Wages have gone up. I mean, it's true. It's true across the board in all industries. I feel like there's a cost of goods and and cost of doing business that mm -hmm. um, you do have to account for. And obviously, we have to pass a certain amount of that on to our customers at on all levels. You know, in in my world, it's the cost of capital and what we can trickle out to the the end user. Right, um, while staying in business or re remaining profitable, right? Sure, for, you got to make both a living. Sides. Right, yeah, you, exactly. You, you got to make a profit. So too. Sure. there's always education. I feel like on both sides for any industry. So I, I mean, I feel like that's fair business, and people with a business mind understand that. Um, mm -hmm. What is next for you? What should we all look for from you? Um, well, I'm other than, of course, dealing with me consistently, dealing with you consistently. <laughs> um, I think, um, time will tell, especially with the economy, you know, I'm, I've got my, I've got my ear to the ground and I'm listening and I'm listening for the rumbling. I'm hearing a lot of it. What happens with this whole virus thing and how it's going to affect the economy and then, you know, is it going to create a recession immediately? You know, we'll know in the next few weeks, right. you know, um, I think that, um, if that happens, I'll, you know, uh, you and I will be dealing every day because I'll probably be buying, buying a lot of stuff, you know, and, um, you know, maybe holding on to it for a little bit, maybe just a little bit, see how things turn out. And because I think whatever is going to happen is going to be temporary. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as long term as, as you know, the last one. I agree. No, I think it'll be maybe a year or two. It's just, it's just a balancing, you know, just people to kind of regain their a balance reset. and yeah, yeah, reset, but yeah. not to the extent we had it. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got one, you yeah. know, I mean, and none yeah. of us have a crystal ball, you know, so I do in the back actually. I mean, I don't rocks. really, I'm not really sure I want to see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, anyway, I want to thank you for your time. Sure. It's been so much fun as usual. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with Steve Cedarquist, please, please reach out to him. He is on every social media platform and every reality TV show that involves homes. <laughs> clearly working on more. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.